0: up everybody welcome to on west gray the monthly podcast about all things local government here in the city of norman i'm your host tiffany verska chief communications officer for the city of norman thank you all for being with us Now, this show is extra special. It's not only our first of many, but we have Chief Diversity and Equity Officer Cynthia Allen as our guest today to talk about brand new programming right here in the city of Norman, our diversity roundtable initiative. This volunteer initiative will bring diverse communities together for engagement and education, and she's ready to tell us all about it. Cynthia, welcome to the show.
1: Thank you so much, Tiffany. And congratulations
0: on On West Gray. How exciting. We're really excited. Yeah, this is, I think, a first for the city of Norman. And so um, hopefully we'll reach more audiences, more citizens for more engagement with uh, this new program. So thank you very much.
1: That's fantastic. Well, and that's one of the keys to diversity and equity is just really engaging and growing educational opportunities. So I'm so excited for what you're doing.
0: Awesome. All right. Well, uh, before we jump into the specifics of the diversity roundtable, tell us a little bit about the Office of Diversity and Equity and what the purpose of this office is. Absolutely. Well, I'm so excited that for over a year now, we have had this
1: office in play here at the city of Norman. We started off with a blank slate, um, but really with a strong foundation of support from our city manager, our department staff, everyone has been so on board and council as well. So really with having that foundation we have been able to transform, I think, opportunities for engagement. And the way that I have strategized our office is to really have a dual purpose of serving our internal functions. So looking at all of our departments, all the way from fire, PD, to our utilities and everything in between, um, to also connecting with community. So also having that external perspective of engaging and of really building opportunities to help our community feel more um, a part of our function in our city, really tapping into that essence of belonging and visibility, having representation. So by having those two avenues, it's really been a constant flow of programming Um, whether it's engaging our employees through employee resource groups, or engaging our community through our diversity dialogues, um, and other ways of expanding our proclamations to really have an educative standpoint, um, but also an engaging standpoint. So, Those are just a couple of ways that both areas, internal and external, have been touched upon over the last year or so, Uh, and there's so much more going on,
0: which one of those pieces are what we'll talk about today. Awesome. So there's definitely an internal function to to diversity and equity and then externally as well with engaging the community. Um, and that kind of leads me into to some of the, the follow-up questions. There's a, a lot of companies, I think diversity and equity, um, those are kind of considered buzzwords today, right? So there's a lot of companies that are dedicating themselves to um, a mission of diversity and equity. Why do you think that that is?
1: Yeah, that's a fantastic question because we are seeing more and more um, companies, you know, dedicate a portion of their business uh, segment to diversity and inclusion. And, you know, I think a lot of that, it could stem from various things. And that thing of motivation is all very unique to the individual organization It could be a response to social um, just environments. It could also be a recognition that um, in fact, workforce and employees thrive and they are more innovative when there is that inclusive space. And it also could be the fact that there is a strong value to engaging an expanded market and an expanded workforce, where there's a tremendous economic value to having diverse populations engage in the marketplace. Um, So there's really a lot of angles. But all whatever of these, or maybe a combination of these, I think what they lead us to is really having more inclusive communities and inclusive workspaces, which research shows do create more innovative and thriving environments, which I'm so
0: excited about for our
1: city of Norman.
0: Absolutely. And here at the City of Norman, our mission is building an inclusive community. And so diversity and equity kind of plays right into that. Um, What do you think that you've learned since taking on this position? I know that you said a little over a year ago, um, you had stepped into this role and it was brand new for our community. So what have been your takeaways so far? So it has been an opportunity to learn a lot because, as I just
1: mentioned, there are various reasons why diversity and inclusion or diversity and equity are brought into play. I think for us here at the City of Norman, what has been one of my greatest learning um, opportunities have been just really the vast um, landscape in which we can impact and in which we can create opportunities for engagement. It could be really um, easy to just say, you know what, we're going to focus on just one thing. And it's also hard to do because then we'd be missing out on all of these other returns and all of these other ways of impacting. So for me, uh, what has been one of the greatest learning opportunities is just how to measure and how to approach in a strategic way, the various things that we can impact. So again, as I mentioned, that internal driver of DEI, diversity, equity, and inclusion, and also that external community engagement. So balancing these in a strategic way uh, in order to really drive results and help people to see the value of diversity, equity, and inclusion, because that's one of the things that's important about this work is that everyone's at different spectrums, different places in the spectrum. So until we can really start to show those results that truly show this is valuable for everyone, then that's when that magic happens. And so it's about driving strategy, knowing and realizing the fact that there's a vast amount of things we can be doing, but really just
0: making sure that we're showing results along the way. Awesome. Well, I think that the work that you've done so far has been incredible. Um, I know I've been on about seven months and, um, I just couldn't imagine the team without you. Um, I'm always like, thinking constantly how can we make sure that we're being accessible and inclusive and everything communications does. And I think the rest of the management team um, kind of shares that sentiment because of your drive and passion. So thank you for that. Um, So now let's go ahead and hop into the details of um, some of the diversity roundtable that we are now accepting applications for. Um, What should people know about this program? Why was it created?
1: Diversity Roundtable, absolutely. So applications, as you've mentioned, are open now through May 30th. So please um, go and check out, and I'll share this throughout, but normanok.gov forward slash diversity roundtable for all of the information. Um, So what it is, um, it is a forum for community members to come in and really have this two-way opportunity of being able to engage and share what they know their their community needs to be, um, what some just opportunities for us to do better as a you know a city of Norman and our different functions of just outreaching and informing. But it's also an opportunity for us to inform those communities and share educational opportunities of this is the work that happens behind the scenes. This is how our boards and commissions function. This is how you can jump in and be a part of them. How do you apply? What do they do? How do they meet? Where do they uh, take the mission and, and actually apply it to be an actionable uh, piece? Um and then we're going to take it a step further as well and engage with our community. So by connecting with the Cleveland County Election Board and educating on, you know, how do you become a poll worker? How do you register to vote? Um, we, we connect with our nonprofits. And these are our various nonprofits. And this is the, these are the gifts and talents they're looking for for their organizations. How do you see yourself fitting in? So it's a real engaging opportunity. I'm so excited because it's not just, again, a one-way. It's a, a true two-way opportunity for us to learn and hear from various uh, diverse community members, but then for them to take the education that they get and share it and be able to have more, um, more just inclusivity, more belonging, more uh, presence and representation.
0: Absolutely. And I'm hearing themes of, you know, when you talk about information sharing and education, um, you're really empowering. Uh, residents to be able to use that information and seek new opportunities and uh, collaborations. And I think that that's really special. Um, now, let me ask you this, how many members will you be accepting um, for the round table and what is the process like? I know that they fill out an application, but who reviews those applications and, and what does that look like?
1: Yeah. Thank you, Tiffany. I do have to say though, I'm so happy to hear you say the word empowered Um because that is exactly what I think we're aiming to build, is a more informed and empowered community so that uh, they know how to plug in and they feel comfortable with plugging in. So that's, that's really on on point. So empowered is it. Um, in regards to your question, uh, this roundtable will be made up of about 11 to 15 members. I really want to make sure that it's a, an intimate setting where, where we have the ability to discuss, to be open. A lot of the items that we'll discuss, I'm sure, are very personable, uh, personal and do take um, that openness, that vulnerability. So it should be a space where we can trust and, and build that relationship. In regards to the length of time that they'll serve, Uh, It will eventually be a two-year term for uh, all of the participants, but this initial one will be broken into half of it will be one year, the other half will be two years in order to keep some folks on board as we do the next round of applications next year. Um, And then from there on, two years. So as far as the application, the the design of the application uh, has really meant to inform what the thought diversity um, they bring to the table, what that experience and that lived um, diversity experiences that they bring. And the evaluation of the applications will be done by a group of um, of just community members in, in different areas um, that will follow a set rubric in order to keep, you know, just that um, – equality throughout the application process. Um, I think that we'll really come away with a strong group. And I'm really excited about um, the fact that we're already getting some applications. So that's great. Uh, We want more. And so please, everyone who is interested, uh, please visit normanok.gov forward slash diversity roundtable and submit your application. It's going to be a wonderful experience that's going to provide, again, this two-way opportunity for learning and education, empowerment, engagement, all of these powerful words that really will get us to this next level of engagement at the City of Norman.
0: Well, that sounds incredible. I'm very excited um, to to see that take off. I was also going to ask, and I know you teased a little bit um, about kind of connecting with the election board, learning more about voting, um, connecting with our nonprofit sector here in the community. Um, Is there any other special sneak peeks that you can tell us about as far as kind of uh, the lineup of events um, for this group of citizens that are coming together, what they may be able to um, experience? during the process um, while they are participating in the diversity roundtable. Absolutely. And you've touched on one of my
1: favorite, a personal favorite, because in fact, I went through this experience of figuring it out. Um, So with the Cleveland County Election Board, one of the many um, interesting pieces of work that they have are volunteer opportunities for um, for poll working and for our various elections by the way we have multiple elections throughout the year so there's always an opportunity to hop in and help um, but I don't know about you or anyone listening but sometimes you know as I would go and um, to cast my votes i would wonder like wow what would it take to you know sit on the other end of that table and help to give out the forms or you know fill out or you know, the signature books, like go through the signature books, just all of the different pieces that it takes to put on an election. And I always thought, wow, they must have gone through, you know, a lot or or they must have this special kind of access. And so then I started inquiring about it. And one of the first responses that I received was, we need more volunteers. Thank you for asking. And so they were so help, uh, helpful and thankful Um, And I learned that the process is really one that is accessible um, It low barrier in regards to, you know, are you interested? Can you serve? And they will help find a way and even assign you to locations that are close to your home if transportation is an issue or something to that effect um, or other other pieces. But uh, the point is that you know, being a poll worker, I think, is such an important piece because not only does it give you that um, that feeling of servitude, of being able to be that engaged part of your community, of handing out those ballots, um, but then it also helps the voters come in and see diversity at that table and feel comfortable and feel welcome to, um, you know, to just Be a part of the process. Uh, There's, you know, theories and research that show that, you know, there are these different um, similarity attraction theories that if, you know, you feel and you see a resemblance, then you're more apt to to ask questions, to feel comfortable, to have a lower guard. And so I think it's really our responsibility as a community and as a city to be able to help and partner with our election board to provide those diversity uh, elements throughout the elections process. So that's one of those uh, kind of long answer, but it's one that's so important that we tap into, that we create uh, welcoming spaces and experiences for our residents.
0: Absolutely, I love that. And um, I did not plan on sharing any personal stories while I was here, but what you said just now kind of touched my heart a little bit. the reason why I chose to go into communications is because I had a teacher in high school um, that looked like me. And she was one of the first teachers that ever looked like me. She was actually a Pacific Islander, but she looked Hispanic, um, long, dark hair, um, petite figure like me. And we kind of connected. And I think that that speaks to, especially in young minds, um, drawing those similarities and um, being empowered and being inspired. um, When you see people in, in those types of positions, knowing that, you know, maybe you could be there at at some point. And so, um, really connected with what you just said. I totally agree. Yeah, thank Um, you for sharing that. (laughs) Now, let me ask you, is there anything in particular that sparked, um, the interest in creating the diversity roundtable, or is it just, it kind of plays into the overall mission of, um, what you have, have spoken to as far as keeping people educated and engaged?
1: Yeah, you know, in coming on to this role at the City of Norman, um, I had an initial just vision and strategy of how to go about starting this role. Again, it, it was a clean slate, never been done before. But through my previous um, diversity and inclusion experience, I kind of had an idea of the pieces that, you know, would be critical One of those uh, I presented to our leadership team just a few months after being on the role, which included uh, a list of of items, but one of those did include a community roundtable. So then fast forward um, about a month or so, uh, and I received a notification that another of our community members had also shared with the council of their Interest to really have something like this uh, come about. And so it was really uh, one of those opportunities for um, just recognizing that, okay, our community is asking for it. This is something that was already in our strategy plan. Um, so let's see how we can actually put together those um, feasible pieces of, of working the strategy. So here we are with the Diversity Roundtable, and again, it's going to be a phenomenal opportunity for really opening doors and creating welcoming, inclusive spaces that will benefit absolutely everyone across our community. That's wonderful.
0: I love hearing about this so much. Um, now, uh, a wrap-up question for you here. If a person is not accepted due to capacity or, you know, certain requirements or what have you, um, how can interested people still volunteer with diversity and equity or the City of Norman or kind of stay up to date with um, what d is doing? Yeah, thank you. Well, I... S- suspect and I'm hopeful that we do have
1: a, you know, robust number of applications, um, which will in turn, to your point, you know, the roundtable is only so big. So for anyone that wouldn't make it to this year's roundtable or this cohort, um, there are going to be a number of opportunities for us to engage. I mean, already I can tell you for the month of June, we have the Juneteenth festival coming up where we'll want to engage volunteers. We have other lineups happening in the fall that will take uh, volunteer engagement. And so if having a a list of people that, you know, that we can call on and just share opportunities with, even for the simple, you know, and so critical piece of just information sharing, you know, I want to make sure that anyone who signs up for this is first to know about whatever events and programs our diversity and equity officer office has um, in store. So it'll be a great opportunity. Uh, so either way, whether on the roundtable officially or on our contact um, diversity and uh, equity contact list, we'll be able to help keep them engaged.
0: All right. Well, this is all excellent information. Um, Very good timing for the city of Norman. We appreciate you being with us today, Cynthia, and telling us more about Diversity Roundtable. Thank you so much, Tiffany, and congratulations to you and your team on West Gray. Thank you. Now, folks are welcome to visit NormanOK.gov at any time to find out more information on the Office of Diversity and Equity and or any division or department here at the City of Norman. Next month, we'll be visiting with special guests about the second annual Juneteenth celebration, which was teased a little bit here by Cynthia. But in, the in between, here are some city events that you'll want to keep on your radar. We have NPD's National Law Enforcement Memorial at 4 p.m. on May 15th at Legacy Park. It will feature keynote speaker Major General Michael Thompson of the Oklahoma Army National Guard and now the Oklahoma State Bureau of Investigation. We also have Summer Breeze, the outdoor concert series. This begins May 15th and runs every other Sunday through August 21st. Bring picnic blankets and snacks and get down to Lions Park to enjoy some incredible tunes and local brews. Outdoor Movie Night on May 20th featuring Encanto at Lions Park with the City's Parks and Recreation team, and the Opening Day at Westwood Pool on May 28th. If you have any questions, you can find more information at NormanOK.gov. Applications will also soon be open for the City of Norman's First Citizens Academy. This is an 11-week course in which participants will learn more about city facilities and explore every major department of local government. You must be 18 to apply, and again, you can learn more at normanok.gov. Questions or commentary about On West Gray can be sent into public affairs at normanok.gov. Shout star producer and editor, Mr. Bryce Holland of the City of Norman Communications Office. Until next time, stay engaged, stay informed, and always remember to vote. I'm Tiffany Verska. Thanks for tuning in to On West Gray.